Spitting out some more words fully intact Jacked, ready to rap and attack Small John on your lawn, living like a gnome Hit you with my lyrics like a bullet to your dome Tonight when he comes up here, he's either gonna kill or he's gonna suck But there's no in between for Mr. John Forward Hello there, and welcome to St. John Forward Radio. I'm your host, John Forward. Uh, it's been uh, been a couple of weeks. Uh, had um, a couple of weeks off work for the last two weeks, so I uh, took the last couple of weeks off the radio show, too. Um, my name is John Forward. I'm a uh, local comedian who uh, does this on the radio sometimes. Um... Less times than uh, than usual going forward, I guess we'll uh, we'll come right out and say uh, I think you know this was a bit of an impulse decision a couple hours ago, but uh, I think this might be the uh, the last traditional episode of St. John Forward Radio for for at least a time. We'll talk about it more uh, as uh, as the show progresses. I guess I've got to fill this hour with uh, with some sort of content. Um, but, uh, before we, uh, start talking about that, uh, what do I got coming up? I've got some shows this month. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, actually, uh, last week, I don't know if, um, if I got to, uh, to promote this on, I don't know if this was set up or not before we went on break, but anyway, if you have access to a time travel machine of some sort, um, I just did a show at uh, at the Five and Dime this past January fourth, uh, which was uh, which was pretty fun. Um, it was nice. I mean, I I don't love it's it's kind of stressful doing uh, stand up bits on a on a weeknight when I've got to go to bed at a reasonable time and wake up early. Because uh, well, first off, if I'm working during the day, then I have a harder time kind of getting prepared and putting myself into kind of the the right mindset. Um, my current job, I end a little bit earlier in the day than I used to, so that potentially isn't necessarily an issue. But uh, it's when, when I've got a show on a weekend, it's it's nice to just take the day to think about what I'm going to talk about, possibly do some practicing alone in my basement. Um, but, uh, I was, uh, I was not working last week, so I, I got to, uh, you know, take the afternoon and, uh, get my, get my thoughts straight, which was, uh, important because it was a new material show and, um, through no fault of, uh, the communication of the, uh, the show runners, I was not fully aware of this fact um dan terrio who hosts or is one of the hosts along with austin hill um 
host the five and dime it's uh, it's once a month on wednesdays at the five and dime i forget what the formula is for which week it is um but uh, dan had posted uh for for a new material show on january 18th and then later on in the uh, in the thread talked about how uh, there was there was also going to be an extra show on the fourth I didn't fully understand that uh, that both of them were new material shows. Um, and, I mean, nobody would have said anything if I went in and did old stuff. I, I try to avoid um, doing the same material in the same venue too close together, even on my own show. I'll space I don't think I usually tell the same joke within three months. Um you know, unless something somebody comes up in the middle of the show and when I'm hosting and I've got, you know, a stock uh, comeback, follow-up, stakes raising based on something somebody else said. Um, but uh, anyway, I, uh, I, di- I didn't fully know that uh, that last week's show was going to be a new material show. And I didn't really have any new material. Um I've got a couple of things. I've I've got one bit that I that I thought of when I was on my uh, my my mystical journey on my birthday last month. Um, in the moment, it um, it seemed really funny and it made me laugh out loud. There were some some other chemical factors involved at the time. I've since looked it over and I don't love it. I should still try it though, because um, what I what I ended up doing was um i just i went through i've got this whole most of my stand-up stuff is in uh, google docs shout out to uh, google official sponsor of st john forward radio um uh, so i've i've got different you know files with different bits that i have and i've got a few different just category ones i've got one called strays which uh, is, if I just think of a quick idea that's not necessarily fleshed out, if it's a couple of lines just to remind myself and then I'll come back to it. Um, I, so I've got this one file that, and you know, some, sometimes I, I like to skim through it every now and then looking for the good ones. I'll, I'll kind of, when I'm hosting at No Jokes Bard, um, I'll maybe toss one in. Um, in between people and you know see what happens if it's good then maybe i'll repeat myself um sometimes the little note gets fleshed out into its own bit uh sometimes i'm working on uh on another longer piece and i'll take i'll take a skim through the strays file and see if there's any of these kind of one shot you know set up things that i could insert into something um so Anyway, that was the main source of uh, of what I did. I got out my notebook and went through uh, the strays file and anything that was kind of seemed okay. Some of it I may have thrown out like here and there, like one time. Um, most of it was stuff that, as I said on stage, I kind of looked at it and I was like, uh, I don't want to talk. About, I don't want to say that out loud. Um, some of those going back ten years, I've been looking at them every month or so and be like nope not good enough but um the the novelty i guess of the new material show forces me into the corner so i i you know i i put together a a set of of 
new stuff, most of which had never been set into a microphone before. Um, I didn't think it was all that great. There was plenty of air balls where I had a line and it just died. I, I did get some laughs. I feel I feel like most of most of the laughs came in just how it was presented. I don't know if they were necessarily. I, I did get it uh, the audio. I'm not going to play it here, um, but um, I, I do need to uh, to listen back to that and you know pan for gold. See if there's anything in there that's that's worth keeping. But um, a lot of the laughs that I got honestly were just as the I explained exactly what was going on. It was a new material show, which, again, I suspect is just a passive-aggressive way of telling all the people that tell the same jokes every show to not do that this time. Um, which, again, I threw I threw in there. Um, so it was kind of set up as, you know, these are my, you know, garbage leftovers. And sometimes it went well, sometimes it was just needlessly crossing a line um and you know i responded to how the how the audience responded i think and if something didn't work i'd just be like uh-huh and uh so yeah anyway i got lots of compliments on the set everybody was very kind i do appreciate it i don't fully believe you though um but uh yeah i don't know well once once you've been doing comedy for as long as i have you just you just kind of presentationally even if you have no content there's a little bit of muscle memory and just how to say things and just body language i don't know so i think i was i was coasting on muscle memory but you know I will listen back to it. Maybe there's some stuff in there that's that's worth keeping. But anyway, I enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Um, I didn't really want to do new material, but I'm glad that I was I was forced to do so. Um, it's good good to kick myself out of the uh, the comfort zone a little bit. And again, maybe there's uh, I'll have to run back the tape. It's kind of it's kind of hard to remember what worked and what didn't in the moment. Um, because you kind of it's it's a little bit of an out of body experience, um, but uh, anyway, I had fun. It was a good audience. You should definitely check out the next one on. I think it's on the eighteenth. That's a Wednesday, so that's a pretty good guest. Guess so. Come out to the five dime. I won't be on that one. Maybe I'll show up, and if somebody doesn't show up, maybe they'll put me on. But. Don't bank on it. If you do go there and I'm not on, be like, oh man, I thought John Forward was on tonight. And then stay anyway and throw money in the donation bucket. But make sure everyone knows how disappointed you are. And then that's in St. John. Um, if you're in Moncton or Salisbury, more specifically, I will be back uh, making my second appearance at uh, Grady's Pub in Salisbury on thursday january 19th so uh you can check that. that's next week i thought this stuff was oh man yeah i've got my weeks messed up i really need to uh get on the ball with this um no jokes barred january 21st um i've got a list of people that i had uh, that i didn't have room for on the last one so i may not be posting for this but anyway i've got to get my act together and 
solidify up some comedians for uh for the 21st i think i have enough on on the the backups from uh from last month but i'll have to uh confirm with everybody so saturday january 21st at mcgill's no jokes part will be happening and then uh, January 24th uh, at uh, Maybe's Brew Pub in, in Fredericton. It's been, uh, it's been a little while since I've been there. It was um, Nathan Dimitrov um, has, uh, has taken over that show from, uh, from Kelly Lamrock. I always had a good time when I've, uh, when I've done that show previously. And I believe if the format hasn't changed, there will be fewer comics doing longer sets. Um, it's been a while since I've I've had a chance to uh, stretch it out and do a 15-20 minute long set. So looking forward to that. What else do I have coming up? I don't know. I think that's it. No jokes barred again in February. I'm also on the furnace room in February So in Moncton. So check those out. I will not be back here on the radio to remind you that those are coming up. But um let's let's play a song. Uh you know, hey, thematically appropriate. Let's uh I gotta burn off. I've got this whole playlist of uh of songs to be potentially played on the radio. Uh I'm gonna have to make some tough decisions about which ones I need to get off. So this is only two minutes long, so Bob Violin, or Bob Villain, I guess. It's spelled like Dylan with a V. Uh turn off the radio. Two minutes long. I'll be right back. People are sick and tired of hearing darling. I have blood clad, love you. They turn on the fucking radio 24 bumble clad hours a day. Here, darling, I love you. I sick and tired of hearing that darling. Turn on the radio, take a listen. What you missing? Real shit. How did we get to this position? I can't believe the bullshit these men are spinning. Candyland bands all smiling and grinning. Meanwhile, the whole country is hurting. There's a world outside, pull back the curtain. That don't revolve around your unrequited love and how. Her touch is like a drug Pussy shut the fuck up Like a substance Guiding the masses While real people Surviving on rations Write a smash hit While the country is crashing Your radio single lacks passion Turn it off Turn off the radio Turn off that bullshit Turn off the radio Turn off that bullshit Turn off the radio, they won't play this band singing all day long, but don't say shit, streaming's just as bad, I got a remix, two white boys to make the new punk playlist, it's too urban, it's too this, too that, but they wanna say it's too black, I guess real don't get rotation, so fuck your radio station, turn it off, turn off the radio, turn off that bullshit, turn off the radio, I am not singing, darling, I have blood clad, love you, and come shake my rock, and I'll swim the ocean and climb the mountain, singing because I am going to kill the fuckery out there. Not right now, though. It's still we st- we've still got forty five more minutes of uh, of St. John Forward Radio. Then you can turn off your radio or turn it back on. There's some 
quality programs here on local 107.3 FM, which, uh, as I recall, I forgot to uh, give a station ID at the beginning. Usually there's one uh, queued up, but uh, was, uh, suddenly there was a few minutes of... Usually... Anyway, I don't want to talk trash, but um, usually at 9 o'clock... A new, brand new song will start, and then I don't get to actually start my show until like 9.02. Um, for the last few weeks in a row, I figured out how to actually turn that off. Um, I didn't want to give up two precious minutes of St. John Forward Radio, but anyway, this time I gained an extra three minutes of St. John Forward Radio, so we, uh, we played some headstones at the top. Um, unknown if that will... Uh, if that will remain in the uh, podcast version or the legacy YouTube stream. I usually trim the ends off that thing. Um, but anyway, that was Bob Villain, I assume is how you pronounce it. Uh, Turn Off the Radio and uh, the Headstone song that we played at the top of the show was Neon Rome off their new CD, Flight Risk. Um, I think that's 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 one thing that uh, that I will uh, that I'll miss doing is uh, playing songs on the radio. Um, it's not something I think anybody necessarily uh, is into. I've had some a very little engagement with the show overall, which is which is part of the reason why I, I'm not as compelled to continue doing it. Um, I had one person tell me that they didn't like the music in the show, and I had one person tell me that they love it. So it's a wash. Um, I, I would be... I, I don't know. How do I want to frame this? This is not planned out, obviously. Um, so, I don't know. The, the show has kind of lost its identity, I feel like. Uh, and I don't, I don't really know what it is or what I would even want it to be, necessarily. Um, playing music is, is something that, you know, would just be fun to come and rock out for an hour and play stuff for whoever's listening. Uh, be very minimal prep work. But, um... If I was going to do a straight music show, then I would have to deal with uh, Canadian content, and I really cannot be bothered to uh, to go and figure out to make sure that I am playing 35% Canadian music. Um, I might listen to more Canadian music than I realize, but it's not something that I really pay attention to. Um, I mean, I, I listen to what I like, and, um, you know, American media is very dominant in all of its forms, so that's probably mostly what I'm hearing. Bob Villain there, I detected a British accent. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I don't want to have to think about what country these people are from, which, which lines they were born in between. I don't care. Um, and I don't want to have to go through and check, you know, the Spotify biographies of every band or musician that I want to play and be like, Oh, they're Canadian. There's pro there's probably some that I'm playing, but I don't know. It's not a third of the music I listen to. And I don't know. I'm not as plugged into the, uh, the Canadian music stuff as I used to be. Uh, partially 
I mean, the CanCon thing, again, I'm a, uh, you know, obviously I'm an anarcho-capitalist, uh, uh, so I don't think there should be Canadian content laws. I don't think th- it should be, like, we should be forced to to play a certain type of, of thing. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't like the idea of it. Um, I feel like there, if anybody that wants to take that on as a project, I'm sure there are plenty of shows on this station who play all Canadian music and would do so even if they didn't have to. Um, the, uh, the, the local, the, the radio stations rule, which I think is also part of their deal with the CRTC is to not play a a certain percentage of hit songs and the the metric is i think in the top 40 in the last 50 years or something which that's that's pretty reasonable to navigate that's something i never really had had trouble with um the radio station here at local fm i mean i haven't gotten any specific instruction on this in in quite a long time I think the actual legal rule for the radio station is that you can't play more than 10% of hits. Uh, And the Canadian content, I don't know if that even means hour by hour, or if it's just the station in the course of a day. It needs to be 35%, which I'm sure it, even if I never played a Canadian song ever again, I'm pretty sure local FM would hit their 35% Canadian content. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I would like to be just a regular old music DJ, but I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to think about where everybody's from. I don't see borders. Um, so that's the main reason. And I don't know. I don't know if any, for that, if I was just playing music, I wouldn't even care if anybody listened to it or not. I would just be happy to come and do it. But, um, that would be the main reason. Uh, and the more songs that are played during the show, the more likely, uh, YouTube and Facebook are going to have a problem with it and they'll blank it out on their end. Most of the time, I mean, I'll never be able to monetize the show, which is not even in the cards. Even if I wanted to, I don't think I have enough listeners that I would make half of a penny over the course of my lifetime. Um, but, uh, YouTube always knows when there is copyrighted content, it doesn't care, but it kind of puts the brakes on not really an option anyway. I understand that. Uh, but you know, if, if, if I ever wanted to grow the show into a bigger thing, the music would have to go away because I'm not, I'm not paying for that. Um, and I don't want to have every other episode, you know, bleeped out and deleted off the internet uh most of the time on youtube i just get a little notification saying hey we noticed you have this copyright material it's cool but you're not making any money off this or we'll redirect whatever ad money to the actual copyright holder which sure that's fine uh facebook is a little weirder about it facebook will i just got a notification on facebook from an episode I put out in August, I think, saying, hey, we found copyrighted song, so we're, we need to mute this out in certain areas. And then I click on it, and the areas are Russia and Belarus, 
which I'm, I don't think I have any fans in Russia and Belarus. If I do, whatever your version of hello is, um, stop, stop, uh, supporting your government in their war. If you are, if you're not, you're, you probably don't have a lot of choice in the matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, if, if it's some country other than Canada, I don't really care if, uh, if the internet censors it. Cause most of my listeners are with, there is some, uh, America people. I don't know where from, um, Podbean gives me a little bit of a breakdown of which state and there, there's, there's pockets here and there. I can't really explain it. Some of them, maybe if like a few in Maine might be a Brian Giles connection, um, you know, I, I get the odd pop from uh, Yukon every now and then, which I assume is Ken Bolton. Um, so anyway, music, it'd be fun, but um, not really an option. I, I could theoretically do it from home and not be on the radio, but still have to worry about the, all the internet stuff. Podbean doesn't give two flying frigs about copyrighted material. I've never gotten any notice from that. Um so anyway uh so music not really not really a tangible option although that would be more fun for me but there's a lot of headaches that go along with it um so i mean over covid the the show took a bit of a political slant to say it lightly um Partially because, uh, you know, it, it started from home and I continued doing the show over the lockdown and then I don't know how long it's been since they reopened the actual radio station. It's been over a year. Um, I think the first episode I came back was the one with Nick Barrera, maybe. Um, so got a, got a bit political, which I'm, I'm a bit political. I like to talk about that stuff, but keeping up with the news is exhausting and i i mean at the, at the time that i was talking about all that stuff i feel like there was more i f- i feel like i was contributing something to the world um because it was the topics that i chose to do were not topics that i saw being discussed outside of kind of the libertarian podcast world that i'm into um, so a lot of the, a lot of the COVID stuff and a lot of the, a lot of that COVID stuff that, that I was hearing in, uh, the inputs that I put into my head were all pretty American centric. So I, I tried to put, um, you know, Canadian perspective on it. I got, uh, I, I enjoyed taking a deep dive into, into certain things, um, I enjoyed the handful of times that I've gone through and uh, broken down some scientific studies that allegedly make some claims about certain things that work and don't work. Uh, that that kind of thing I enjoyed doing just because. I, again, I feel, I feel like I'm 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 adding content that wasn't available elsewhere. Um, so like pretty early on in COVID, I think it was an episode called tinfoil masks. Uh, a friend of mine sent me, I think I did an episode that was my early opinion on masks in the pandemic was, it makes sense. 
I don't think it should be mandatory. We shouldn't have a mandate, which is pretty much my opinion on any topic. I mean, well, except for the making sense part. Uh, and uh, a friend of mine sent me a message, and she was saying, um, "It's it's good that you're not an anti-masker." <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but, you know, the, they are very effective, and these mandates are super effective. And uh, she sent me three links to uh, studies that prove how good masks are. Um, I suspect that uh, that my friend, along with most people, read the little paragraph at the top of the scientific study, the abstract that kind of summarizes the findings and all of these, that one paragraph was like, you know what? We found that masks are pretty cool. Uh, and then I actually read the study, and it turns out um, they have a teensy tiny positive effect in very specific circumstances. So I don't know what happened between the actual study and whoever wrote the abstract, but that that kind of thing I liked picking apart. Um, I, I like taking a bit of a, uh, I, I like doing some research on the, the convoy when that was happening last year, because, um, the narrative that I was seeing was all, these are dangerous white supremacists. And, uh, I, I wanted to poke a hole in that balloon and I, I think I did a decent job at it, but that 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 stuff it takes a lot of work um when i was uh you know when i was uh on lockdown when i was laid off for 8 months i had all the time in the world to uh to take a deep dive into that stuff but um anything beyond that now when the world is approaching normalcy i mean there's still a lot of messed up things but like the day to day you don't really need to deal with as much of the the craziness as as was the case over the last couple of years. Um, so I'm sure there will be new things that will come out. Um, I'm I'm actually pretty. I'm looking forward to reading the final report that comes out of the uh, the Emergencies Act inquiry. Um, maybe I'll just from home, I'll do a live stream and talk about that if I've got any interesting angle on it. Um, but I mean, all that stuff, I don't know if this stuff existed before, but you know, I've, I've, I've picked up a few different accounts that I follow on Twitter that do cover Canadian stuff. I mean, in the early days, it was just rebel news, which as far as that stuff goes, I mean, they they certainly got their their biases, but I think it's a good counterbalance to the the CBC stuff and True North. I don't really know what their reputation is. I assume that the average person thinks of them as you know the dangerous purveyors of misinformation, like Rebel News. Um, but there's also you know a few Substacks that I I get emails about that cover Canadian stuff. There's one called The Line that uh, I frequently find stuff in that I do not agree with, but that's that's fine. That's good. I don't want to be in a bubble myself. Um, I like to see what the other side's saying. And which, side note, you're listening to Local 107.3 FM again. I'll remind you of that. Side, side note, um, 
there's there's been several times um, over the last couple of years where I've been accused of being in a bubble of just my right wing libertarian propaganda disinformation, which I don't I don't not I do not think is true. I certainly consume more of that content that people take issue with than the average person, but by no means is that the only content that I'm taking in. I mean, I most of the people that I encounter in my day-to-day life are very progressive lefty type people. Um, I'm inundated with CBC content left and right on every social media platform. It's all CTV News and Global and CBC who... I could not block out kind of the establishment line if I wanted to. And that's that's completely separate from just the opinions that my friends and acquaintances have when they say it out loud, which, again, I, I enjoy having those conversations with people that I don't agree with. But uh, to accuse anybody of being in some sort of, I mean... I don't know. It may be in the States, it might be easier to just lock in and the only thing that you pay attention to is Fox News, but that's that's not really the case. So I, I like to take, it's it's frankly, it's getting a bit exhausting and, you know, maybe once I stop doing this show, I'll tune out a little bit more from the news. Um, but it's it's just kind of exhausting and I, I I do get stuff from from all sides and something uh, that I don't think is happening on the other side. I think one hundred percent of the time if somebody accuses me of being in like a bubble, I promise you those people are not seriously engaging with content that they disagree with. They may read like a Vice article about how bad this person is. But they're not going to go to the source and see what this person's all about. Um, or they will read, like, uh, some terrible news outlet's coverage of something that was said on, like, Joe Rogan. Um, but very few of those people are really taking a deep dive into stuff on the other side of the aisle. I don't think it's there's two sides, necessarily. Um one one thing I have noticed that I think this is this might be unique to I don't know I it's not it's not something that I'm aware of in other circles but I find a lot of the uh, like the libertarian and anarchist um, content that I engage with is pretty good at presenting both sides and I think part of it is because there's the whole you know autistic cons. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Need for consistency. So I think even when I am deep into a rabbit hole of like my stuff, I still feel like it's always being presented in the context of here's what the bad guys are saying and here's what we think about it. It's not just this is what our opinion is. It's almost 100% of the time talking, I mean, certainly there's a bias and certainly it's sympathetic to one side over the other, but almost all of this stuff presents it as here is the mainstream version of the story and here is what we think about it and here's why this is dishonest or incomplete 
just so that that debate is happening for current event stuff. And something really interesting that I've that I've noticed in uh, I do a lot of reading on uh, on on this kind of stuff. Um, I I, re- I just got finished. It's just a little short thing. It's called the New Libertarian Manifesto by Samuel Konkin, I think, which is just a short thing. And I I mean, it was interesting. It didn't really do anything for me. I you know sometimes I read those like deep cut libertarian stuff, and I'm like, yeah, this one not so much. It was interesting, but the best part of it, I think, is they they present. This guy presents like his his main kind of arguments, and it's it's about agorism mostly, and you know setting up, participating in counter economics, and basically you want to focus as much of your economic activity into black markets, such that the black market gets too big, and the white market or like you know the official thing becomes obsolete. I guess an example of that would be if you're a, if you're a marijuana consumer I think it would fall within this new libertarian thing and agorism and all that stuff that if you if you put you put the resources in the kind of the black and the gray market then you know the official like cannabis NB just has no need to exist um and you know there's a, there's I like the idea of that. As far as being a an engine for change, I have my doubts. Um, but the most interesting part of it was uh, was at the end of it. It kind of presented both sides, and he printed criticisms of his manifesto by various people within libertarian movement, notably Murray Rothbard. He's one of my guys. I forget who the other two were. I never heard of them before. But so we have the argument and then we've got this guy saying, here's why the argument is stupid. And then he re- and then he responds to the that. And then there's another guy saying, here's what's wrong with the thing. And then there's a response. There's a bit of a back and forth, which I, I like in a debate. Um, I'm, I, I have a, a book on anarchy called Anarchy and the Law, and it's, it's a collection of various different essays and chapters from different books on various, uh, on various topics, mostly focused on how would the law work in the absence of the state. And I haven't gotten to this part yet. I think it's, it's pretty heavy kind of a dry book so i'm reading like one section at a time and then i'm sprinkling in other things but there's a whole section that's here's this this guy's saying something and then there's the response to what that guy said and sometimes there's a response to the response and i really like that so anyway what i'm saying is to do a political show is it's a lot of work and i i I don't feel like the world is as muzzled for talking about this stuff and the, the information's out there. So I don't really have enough time to do that. Well, I mean, I could take a couple hours and skim through some news articles and regurgitate something that somebody else said. So I, I don't think I should be doing like a full blown politics show unless I am willing to invest the time and effort into doing that. Well, and I, I'm not really there. I, d- I did enjoy one of my biggest episodes. I had Maxime Bernier here in the studio. That was interesting. 
Um, that was my first time interviewing, kind of a, aside from Nick Pereira, um, a big political figure. Um, the way that I had this cameras set up in here was not great. And I, you know, if I could do a do over, I may have conducted that interview differently. I think it went well, but it was, it was kind of him speechifying at me instead of a conversation, which I would have preferred. Um, the the Nick Pereira episodes that I did, I really enjoyed those. I enjoyed talking to Nick. I enjoyed talking to Nick on his podcast. Um, I don't know what's going on with that guy. I haven't been in touch with him in a real long time. I don't know if he unfriended me on Facebook or if he deleted his account and started a new one. He comes up every now and then on the people you may know. Uh, so uh, since the, uh, the drag show thing, I was... I was critical, so I don't know. Maybe he saw that and didn't like what I had to say. Uh, he seems to have crawled back into a hole and doesn't seem to be doing politics stuff anymore. I, th I think he's still posting, um, you know, his uh, no fap stuff, which is that's that's fine. Um, but you know. I'd be interested to have a conversation with him at some point. So that anyway, that that stuff was fun, but I don't know. I don't know if anybody wants it, and I don't know if uh, if I have the resources to do that right. So I don't know. Let's take a let's take a break and play another song. What do we got? Uh, let's do uh, One Man Army because that's that's what I am here. John Forward is the One Man Army of St. John Forward Radio by Apathy off of new album King of Gods. No second. Is this a... I'm wondering. I don't think so. I don't know. There's, there's swears in this song. So I was thinking... I just remembered a few years ago I was listening to a rap album and in the middle of the album realized that it was a Christian rap album and felt, I was like, ugh. So anyway, I thought that maybe that's what this was. But there's swears in it. Christians aren't allowed to swear, are they? I don't know. To each his own. Coexist, etc. Bumper sticker. We'll be back in a few minutes. Here he is, the villain we warned you about. I'm the one, 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 I'm the one man army. One man army. I'm the one man army. Hey yo, I'm counting all this money. I'm stacking up the hundreds. I'm brushing off my shoulders because the cash is in the abundance. I'm better than you buzzards who battle, but you bugging. I splatter you for front and leave you shackled in my dungeon. I'm shacked when I be dunking, leave you shattered like a pumpkin on a porch on Halloween when all the teens are halfway drunken. I'm laughing while I'm fucking and my shaft is steady pumping in your bitch while you be watching like a chaperone or something. And acetone, I'm dunking. The axe I used to bludgeon. You rappers who be bluffing, puffing crack rock or something. I snatch the Fucking sun right out the atmosphere and summon several savage winged horses with the force of cattle running. I'm stampeding your function. I'm kidnapping the mic and the pitch black at night. Kick raps I like. Got chip stacked. The heights of cliffs, campus hike. The clicks cancer like. Quickly cancel your life. I'm kind of cannibal like. The rhyming animal type. I'm toxic when I'm rocking. So close to canister tight. I kill so stand still like a mannequin might. A mannequin might panic. So pan the camera right to a crowd of fans ignited. The night the ambulance lights gave disbelievers a seizure. Then they Vanish from sight, flip words like Van and White, and the white van do it right. Like I got a missing puppy and lots of candy for tykes. I'm the one, 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 I'm the one man on me. One man on me. 
I'm the one man army. It's a fact, the app is illa The prophylactic filler Put it on your girl's face like a Snapchat filter Got fat stacks of Skrilla from ASCAP I'm realer, you're a loser producer To stay swagger, Jack and Dilla No extractive vanilla I'm exact with the skill of an expat from Manila Turn the contract killer Drill a hole through your skull And end your trifle existence Keep gold on my body like the life of Egyptians Known to murder anybody for the slightest resistance And they call me the king Cause I write with consistency Y'all are handy Cap rappers need insightful assistance. Got snipers at a distance with rifles and munitions. I'm nicer with the ratings than psychics with predictions. Biters get addictions for the price of my prescriptions. I always stay driven, even in icy conditions. Turn wifeys to chickens, have a siphon in my liquids. The mighty whitey wicked Nike kicks in every color. MC Crusher, MC Escher, hands sketching each other the way I scribbled in the pad when I was living with my dad. When I first went out of state, when I was lifting up the flag for Connecticut. CT King, never forget it. When I say I speak curses, it's nothing. And you can edit I'm in hotel with black magic on the tongue Automatics in the mattress I'm as bad as they come I'm the one 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 man on me One man on me I'm the one man on me One man on me I'm the one man on me That was Apathy with One Man Army. Just uh, breaking down one last time why I don't want to continue doing this show. So we talked about potential avenues for what the show could be. Shot down why why I don't want it, why I can't do a music show, uh, why I can't do a politics show. Uh, how about a comedy show since I'm a comedian? That seems, that seems like more what it was. Um, before COVID, this was more of an interview show and I had kind of a regular rotation of comedians that we would come through and I, I enjoyed having those conversations, but, uh, since COVID having an interview show has, has become more complicated. Uh, First off, number one, make no bones about it. I hate asking people to do things. So, for I mean, if if it was just a matter of, hey, who wants to come on the show tonight? And I would get flooded with responses, and I could pick a couple. Then, you know, that would be a little bit easier. Like, I can, I can post for, hey, I've got some spots left on No Jokes Bard. And I get enough responses that I can, I don't need to chase anybody down. Um, but uh, as far as interviewing people, for a while we couldn't because of COVID. And I wasn't allowed to have any extra people in, in here. Um, uh, I can now, but... I don't know. For again, top top priority. I hate asking. Uh, nobody's exactly beating my door down to come on because uh, this isn't this isn't really a platform that really helps promote anybody or leads to any kind of a tangible uh, following or anything like that that I'm aware of. Who knows? There, again, that's that's another thing. 
it's hard for me to know how many people are listening or watching this. There's a few different platforms that it's on, and I can get numbers from some of them, but to get an overall picture, I have no idea who's listening to the show. I mean, I can gauge kind of the the likes and the clicks and all that stuff, but I I don't know. I don't really for the amount of effort that it takes, I don't think uh the the gains are necessarily there. So, um it's, it's on YouTube and I can see those views. Obviously, the biggest the biggest ones on YouTube were uh, Maxime Bernier, uh Nick Pereira, uh, the one called Toxicity, where I talked about um, a local uh, comedian. We'll call her um, the C word, because uh, not not there anyway. I don't need to explain that. Um, that one got got big because it was kind of dramatic. Uh, another big one from the the Podbean stats again so I've got YouTube and Facebook and Podbean and the actual radio I have zero sense of how many people are listening to this on the radio I think there are some I think there are some like local FM people who are largely I assume left-leaning progressive types so I like to imagine that for a small pocket of local St. John hipsters I'm their Alex Jones and I, I like the idea of that but it's really just an idea because I mean every now and then some sometimes I'll say something that riles up a certain person to leave in a comment and then okay I know you're listening um but uh yeah I've, so I have no idea who's listening on the actual radio I've got some YouTube numbers. YouTube has the best stats. I can see how many people watched it, and I can tell for how long they watched it. Uh, Facebook gives me a view count, but I have no idea what that's based on. I don't know if if somebody's finger slips while they're scrolling on their timeline and they linger on the video playing in the background for two seconds. Does that count as a view? I don't know. Um, do you need to actually click on it? Do you need to listen to it for more than 10 seconds for it to count? I don't know. So the Facebook numbers, and there's no real one place that I can, I I mean, I, I could probably play around in the backgrounds of the, uh, the settings available on my comedy page. So I don't know. I have very little idea how many people are listening to any given episode. So this isn't really a platform where I can be like, hey, comedian, you've got something to promote. This is the place to do it because people are going to listen and they're going to want to come see you after they hear what you have to say. I don't think so. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody's coming to see me perform based on anything that's happened on this radio show. Maybe if you're out there, hit me up and tell me what an impact I've had. Probably nobody's even going to notice that I stopped doing the show. Um... So, I mean, yeah, so asking comedians to do it, I mean, every now and then if somebody's if somebody's in town, especially if they're staying at my house, like I, I had Martin Edwards on a couple of months ago, he was, he was staying at my house, good to have a Halifax comedian on, um, I don't know, I don't know what the numbers were on that episode, I could probably check, but... And, you know, I, I enjoy having my conversations with Brian Giles when those happen, I don't think I've talked to him in a couple of months. Anyway, Brian, hello there. We should talk. Um, so it's not really something that I have really anything to offer. I'm basically just, hey, 
can you come on my show, please, and give me some content? It's not. It's kind of a one-way street. Uh, these other people are boosting my number. Which, again, cycling back to Maxime Bernier and Nick Pereira, a few people that I, I don't really respect this opinion, but have the kind of weird that, how dare I platform these people? As if my... As if I am exposing these awful people to to my huge audience. That's not the I. They are platforming me by doing anything with me. Way more people pay attention to those guys than me. My goal was to radicalize their fans. I don't know how successful I was at that. I suspect not very. Um, but anyway, if you came here via Nick or Max. Hit me up. Let me know how much this has changed your life. Um, but ask, asking another comedian to come on the show, it's, it's, it's a time investment, if nothing else. Uh, getting them in here is not... I, I mean, I'm more comfortable... Especially if it's somebody that I'm not super personal with. Um, I would. It's easier for me to tell somebody, hey, come meet me at the radio station, than, hey, come down to my basement and we'll do a live stream. Inviting somebody into my, like, um, Maxime Bernier was not going to come to my house and sit in my bait. Maybe he would have, I don't know. Um, so bringing them here seems a bit more professional, but the setup in here is not really conducive to seeing both people on one camera. I could pay a bajillion dollars and buy a second web camera on StreamYard so that it would let me have multiple cameras. I had kind of a workaround with that on, on the Maxime Bernier one, but it wasn't a good option. I basically had my cell phone running as a separate guest, and it just chewed through my data, and my phone was, like, very hot by the time it was done. Um, and the angle was bad, anyway. So... Asking comedians to come on my show that hardly anybody will see. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, feels gross. And also, over COVID, various people have been broken. And there's a lot fewer people that, uh, that are willing to have interesting conversations. Some specifically with me, some just in general. So that makes it that much more difficult. Um, in theory, this is a pretty good setup. We could do like a remote thing where I could have somebody on camera. That's, that's pretty easy to do. Um, I enjoyed my conversation with Phil Smith a couple of weeks ago where we talked about video games. Again, this, I don't want to do a full-time video game show either. That takes a lot of work and I'm not that interested in the topic. I do play games and I like to talk about it, but I don't know if anybody wants to listen to that. Um, so doing remote stuff with, with other people is an option, but uh, most people don't have an optimal setup. So some, t some, uh, some I mean, the ones that have gone out have been, have been decent. Um, but it depends on what kind of equipment somebody has. Uh, so that's not really an option. So anyway, in conclusion, I don't know what this show is. There's probably some version of, and also the comedy part. I am leaving out the most obvious thing. This isn't really a funny show and it's not really trying to be. 
I'm just such a hilarious person. Sometimes it peeks through. But um, if I really had anything funny to talk about, I'm probably going to save that for Four Story Walk Up with uh, with Brian Godso and Arif Hussein. Um, so, I mean, what am I going to talk about? I don't, I don't have the time or the energy to focus too much on politics anymore, and I'm not as motivated. It's all bad. Uh, the interviewing comedians is, I don't know, who's, who wants that? Who wants, hey, this is what we did at this open mic show. I certainly, if I need something to talk about, I'll ramble about that myself. I don't know how interesting that is to anybody on the outside. Um, but four story walk up is, uh, that, that was Brian and RF's podcast that they were doing for a while. And temporarily I came on as a special guest over COVID. I wasn't working. And then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm officially a full blown member of the crew now. Uh, we've, we've stepped it up. We're live streaming. I bought a new board at home. We've, I've, I really like the the setup I have at home for four story walk up. Um, that that was a show that I was like, okay, well, I'll do this show while I'm not working. But you know, when it, when I get back to work, I do not have time to do two podcasts and a job and comedy. Um, and I was, I was planning on kind of dropping away. I think I had a conversation once where I was like, I don't really know what I'm, what I'm bringing to the table here. Cause there's, and there still is, I don't know what it, what it looks like to the outside, but I still feel like every now and then I'm just quietly letting Brian and RF talk about something that I don't have an opinion on. Um, but, uh, that's, that's, if I've got a funny idea, that's where it's going to go. So. If you want to listen to comedy stuff, listen to Four Story Walk Up. There's a Facebook page for that. I'll probably continue streaming it out on John Forward Comedy on uh, on Facebook. But uh, Four Story Walk Up has its own page, its own YouTube, its own Podbean. So check that out. I don't know when we're recording next. We haven't discussed it. It's been two weeks, so maybe this week. Who knows? Um, and uh, that's that. I don't know what else to say, but uh, I don't know. If something comes up that really that I really want to talk about, or if somebody I really want to have a conversation with somebody, I'll just do it when I feel like it, and I'll stream it from home. Save me the trip all the way out here, and uh, I've got a pretty good setup for it. So, signing off for the last time, probably for a while at least. This has been St. John Forward Radio. Thanks for listening. Come see me at uh, at Grady's Pub on the 19th in Salisbury. Come see me at No Jokes Bard on Saturday the 21st. And uh, the Furnace Room in Moncton in February and something else in February I said earlier. I don't remember. Anyway, signing off. Good night. All right, so I gotta run out the clock until the uh, the next thing fires up. So one more Spotify playlist shuffle. Unless it's one of the songs I've already played on tonight's show, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. So what do we got, Spotify? 
You can hang me Tom Waits. Like a cat. We're all mad here. Let the crows pick me clean but for my hat. Where the wailing of the baby meets the footsteps of the dead. We're all mad here. As the devil sticks his flag into the mud. Mrs. Carroll has run off with Reverend Judd. Hell is such a lonely place, and your big expensive face will never last. 